Wir sind heute in einer anderen Welt aufgewacht. Wir erleben eine Zeitenwende. Ukraine must win this war. Gas ist von nun an ein knappes Gut, weil Krise ist, halte ich an der Schuldenbremse fest. You'll never walk alone. Was verschweigen Sie uns eigentlich, Herr Bundeskanzler? Hauptstadt, das Briefing Spezial mit Michael Bröker, live von der Pioneer One. Einen schönen guten Morgen. Mein Name ist Michael Bröker, ich bin Chefredakteur von The Pioneer und heute ist Samstag, der 15. Oktober. Hungary is an old, proud, but David-sized nation, standing alone against the Vogue globalist Goliath. We invite the solidarity of the American conservatives. They are in total attack, so we need a total defense. Viktor Orban ist der Ministerpräsident von Ungarn, übrigens schon seit 2010 und er ist das Enfant Terrible der Europäischen Union. Spätestens seit der Flüchtlingskrise 2015 hat er innerhalb der EU klargemacht, dass er vieles, wofür diese steht, nicht mittragen will. Schon vor acht Jahren sprach er von seinem Konzept des illiberalen Staates. Er warnte vor einer gemischtrassigen Welt, Zitat, und er fährt einen klaren Kurs gegen Flüchtlinge und Zuwanderer, vor allem aus muslimischen Ländern. Während der Corona-Krise und jetzt wieder seit der russischen Invasion in der Ukraine regiert er per Notstandsverordnung sein Land. Fakt ist, die Ungarn finden das ganz gut. Aus der letzten Wahl im April gingen er und seine Fidesz-Partei als haushohe Gewinner hervor. Ich habe den Ministerpräsidenten während seines dreitägigen Berlin-Besuchs getroffen. Im Berliner Hotel Adlon in einem Konferenzzimmer. Wir haben uns unterhalten über seine Sicht auf den russischen Angriffskrieg in der Ukraine und die Kritik an seinem Land, sei es, wenn es um die Justiz geht oder seinen Umgang mit Homosexuellen. Danke, dass Sie dabei sind. Los geht's. Welcome to our Pioneer Podcast for the first time with the Prime Minister of Hungary, Viktor Orban. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Mr. Orban. In power since 2010, I looked it up. 12 years in office, you are the longest serving head of government in Europe. Do you already have an exit strategy? Uh, to die. That's the exit strategy, you know. So because become politician or to be politician in Hungary is an eternal job. An eternal yeah, job? Yeah, you cannot give it up because it's about to serve your nation. It's a service like, like, in, like in the army. You have to do till you are able to fulfill the requirements. So you're telling your critics you're going to stay in office as long yeah, as you can. That's my bad news for them, yeah. Uh, and uh, it's not just 12 years anyway. That's my no. 17th year in power. True, you but know, because there was a slight period of opposition even for you. I spent 16 years in opposition and 17th year in power plus several years prior to 1990 in an underground resistance movement to the communist regime. So that's a long, long year. You know what I thought, Mr. Owen? Where's your opposition mood today? Where is your resistance, your revolutionary character? I'm still a street, uh, a street, uh, a street fighter, uh, a freedom fighter and a street fighter. Okay, so when the freedom of the Hungarians are in danger, I'm in the first row. What a good start for this interview. Mr. Auburn, um, you met in the last 20 hours Gerhard Schröder, Angela Merkel, Ami Laschet and Olaf Scholz. Whose politics is the nearest to yours? Helmut Kohl. I, th I knew you would say Helmut Kohl. We come to Helmut Kohl later, but seriously. No, no, no. no. So it was serious, you know. The, your country has changed dramatically after Helmut Kohl. 
So if somebody would like to understand what's going on in Hungary and what is the Hungarian model in general terms, imagine that Helmut Kohl would be a chancellor in Germany with two-third majority in the parliament. That kind of country we are now. Uh, it's a traditional conservative Christian democratic country. So uh, I respected very much Schroeder for his reform in economy. I learned a lot. He was very much useful to raise up social reform ideas and uh, schemes, which I tried to introduce after 2010. Uh, I am very much happy to have a chance for, for a decade to cooperate with uh, Angela Merkel, with whom I had terrible discussions, uh, difficult discussions on many issues like migration. But I learned a lot how to run foreign policy and what Germany limits we have in the foreign policy. And uh, Laschet, unfortunately, is a good man. Uh, I was in favor of him, but he lost the election, so it's another category. He is not an ex-chancellor. Ex and now Mr. Scholz, who we have to give the respect because he is the elected leader now of Germany. And when it comes to the Russian attack on Ukraine, are you more with the position of Gerd Schröder or Olaf Scholz? I have a Hungarian position. What, which is? Uh, immediate ceasefire and peace talks. And who should arrange the peace talks if the, the Ukraine says we're, no, no, we, no. we don't want to talk on this? It's an illusion. It's an illusion. Uh, those who think that the peace talk and peace negotiations and ceasefire should be done between the Russians and the Ukrainians misunderstand the situation. It must be done by the Americans and the Russians. Because okay. it's in fact, it's a war between the West and the Russians That's played right. on the Ukrainian ground. So Ukrainians cannot be neglected. Ukrainians must be incorporated because it's their life. They are fighting heroically. They deserve to be involved into the peace talks. But finally, what can stop that war is a negotiation between the leader of the West, which is now United States, and the Russians. So you don't think the Ukraine should win the war? Good luck for that. If they can But do you want it? As a European head of state? No, no. The, the, Are the, you in solidarity with the Ukrainian people? Of, absolutely. Uh, and the strategic, the strategic uh, target for all European countries are the same. Make clear for the Russians that they cannot represent the danger to us, because we would not to live in a world when we have to be terrified and afraid or even annoyed by the Russians. On the second point, that we need a Ukraine which is between Europe and the Russians. So independence and sovereignty of Ukraine is our interest as well. So that's, that's not the question. These questions are very clear. What questions are open are more tactical, how to get there. And my answer, not through the war, but through peace talks and immediate ceasefire. But you are in favor of the uh, thesis that Zelensky should be at that table also with Putin and who else? The, the Ukrainians cannot be neglected. Nobody else can make a decision on the future of the Ukrainians, only the Ukrainians. But that's not enough to stop the war. We need the involvement of the Americans also. You're not in favor of the sanctions against Russia, right? You're building an oil pipeline with Serbia for Russian oil, so you're not really in favor of isolating Putin, right? No, no, no. It's, um, in, in, the, in the center of my thinking is not Putin. I'm surprised. It's Hungary, of course. Yeah, yeah, that's Hungary, yeah. So I, I'm so surprised that so many people uh, uh, entertaining himself uh, for speaking hours and hours and hours about Putin. 
what is his shape, what is his idea, and all that kind of thing. I don't like that approach. My approach is, what is the interest of Hungary? What is the interest of Germany and Europe? Let's clarify it. Then say how we will reach our goals, and then think about Putin. So this is sequence has importance. But imagine Germany would attack Hungary. Wouldn't you expect the other European countries to help you, support uh, you, yeah, and give an answer? That would be nice always. But you know, it's not my decision. It's decisions of the others. So on the, speaking on sanctions, for example, which yeah. is considered as an instrument to help the Ukrainians, it's not the case. It's just the opposite. Because the Russian created a lot of money on the sanctions on energy. Mm -hmm. So the Russians all earn their own profit of whole year in six months after we introduce the sanctions. So the sanctions could be good and useful if it is intelligent enough, while engineered and the craftsmanship of details are okay. But what we are doing is very primitive sanction system, which is destroying more on our economy than on the Russians. And do you see a, pu a public figure, a person, a politician who could play this role to get to a ceasefire, uh, to, um, to peace talks? Only in, we need Americans now. And uh, the, the brutal fact is that the name of the hope is Donald Trump. That's not even brutal, it's almost insane. Why should he do the, talk, the, the talks? He has no An dieser Stelle klinken wir uns aus. Das ganze Interview mit Viktor Orban hören Sie jetzt auf thepioneer.de. Guter Journalismus für gutes Geld. Ich danke Ihnen schon jetzt fürs Dabeisein und wünsche Ihnen ein schönes Wochenende. Ihr Michael Bröker. Hauptstadt, das Briefing Spezial mit Michael Bröker, live von der Pioneer One.